Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. are buzzwords that our own president has used. There is history, there's quantifiable data to prove that these buzzwords, this economic philosophy that he's touting does not work. It's capitalism versus collectivism, and collectivism fails. How many more industries will Obama fail? He's the six trillion dollar man, hoping change it was a scam. Every baby born owing 50 grand to Uncle Sam. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. Six trillion dollar man doesn't have a budget plan. Basic economics is something he doesn't understand. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You're telling me you bleeding, I'll just tell you you are blind. Since this term he's golfed over a hundred times, taking 61 vacations, is he out of his mind? And he's bowing to Saudi kings, he must be out of his mind. He's demonizing success with pay your fair share, which is pure hypocrisy. He's a multimillionaire, don't you dare claim you build a business from scratch. Cause as the old Obama saying goes, he didn't build that. He's King George and we compose the colonies when terrorists attack. He issues them apologies, adding trillions to the debt. Cause that's Obama policy since be your brother's keeper but won't help his own in poverty. He's putting off the debt on the backs of the children. Can't create a net job but promise two million. Obamacare raises taxes by 500 billion. We gotta vote him out if we want the country healing. He's a six trillion dollar man hoping change it was a scam. Every baby born owing 50 grand to Uncle Sam. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. Six trillion dollar man doesn't have a budget plan. Basic economics is something he doesn't understand. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that, you didn't build that. That's Obama style. Spreading the wealth is absolutely not charity. You really want America with shared prosperity. That means what you earn. You don't get to keep. He says we're going forward off a cliff. Yeah, a big leap. But he's a collectivist, so what can you expect? He wants you to sign your check over to the IRS. Biden's countless gas on my number to observe. He spelled out jobs as a three-letter word. Obama doesn't like to leave. He'd rather be dancing 40 grand a Play banquet up at Clooney's mansion. See, Clint Eastwood made this very evident. Every time you see an empty chair, you see the president. When you're going to get gas, don't you feel you're being robbed? Well, the Keystone Pipeline is a shovel-ready job. And I'm so tired of this Barack the hero drama. Steel Team 6 got Osama, not Obama. He's a $6 trillion man, hoping change it was a scam. Every baby born owing 50 grand to Uncle Sam. You didn't build you didn't build that. That's Obama style. You didn't build that. You didn't build that. That's Obama style. Six trillion dollar man doesn't have a budget plan. Basic economics is something he 
dollars of debt per citizen. 23 million Americans out of a job. The Torah opportunity, it needs a new knob. He spent 5.4 trillion, so remember this fall. If we re-elect Obama, there's no future at all. Cut the spending now. Oh yeah, before I forget, young Americans have to pay back that national debt. He's a six trillion dollar man, hoping change it was a scan. Every baby born owing 50 grand to Uncle Sam. You did the build that, you did the build that. That's Obama style. You did the build that, you did the build that. That's Obama style. Six trillion dollar man doesn't have a budget plan. Basic economics is something he doesn't understand. You did the build that, you did the build that. That's Obama style. You did the build that. authentic, benevolent free market where the entrepreneur can flourish and the hard work is what creates the jobs that he promised, as opposed to the collective whole where half your paycheck goes to the government and they give you everything and, and that kind of punitive tax code that snuffs out the individual entrepreneur spirit that has made the American dream. All right. Welcome to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I see we have a little bit of chatter going on in our chat room right now. Melinda has gone over the edge. We love Melinda. We do indeed. However, uh, even liberals have a place in our conversation. We don't always agree. No. But uh, we, we, we would rather not have uh, a broadcast where, well, we all agree and that we are all like-minded and and all of that. You know, we're, we're not a liberal talk show where, you know, if you don't agree with me, then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to ignore you or I'm going to put you, I'm going to, I'm going to block you from talking or anything like that. I find that to be um, unfortunate in the liberal on liberal uh, broadcast uh, blog talk broadcast uh, and also in um, on blog talk radio for, on the conservative side, there've been times where I have been on a conservative radio show and I didn't agree with certain things that were said and I was blocked and in some cases booted from the chat room. And I, I I just don't subscribe to that sort of thing. So Melinda, my dear, if you would. Uh, refrain from such harsh language that makes even me blush <laughs> as foul mouth as I am <laughs> that sort of thing had me turning had had me uh, broke me out into a sweat um Obama girl and uh Stan and people like uh people of their uh line of thinking they do have a place in the conversation and I suggest I would appreciate it rather that we we be respectful and uh, you know, and, and carry ourselves accordingly. Even though I found that uh, what Melinda wrote was quite uh, humorous, 
and actually, uh, you know, I was kind of cold, but it kind of <laughs> got me warmed up a little bit. But, hey, let's get this party rolling right now. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Today's date is November 14th, 2012. United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. Now, I, I noticed what Obama girl wrote in the chat room that... Uh, basically, I think she wrote, Romney lost, Obama won, get over it. <sighs> if it were as simple as all that, get over it. Get over the fact that the health care is gone to hell in a handbasket. And that, yes, we will probably wind up covering more people as a result of the Obamacare. But our own health care will be watered down as a result. So that instead of getting an appointment uh, the next day, which is what I'm accustomed to, it'll be a week or two weeks before I can get in to see my doctor. But hey, it's all for the good, right? Because that just means that someone else who doesn't have health insurance will be able to get in in a month or two, a couple of weeks, and, and get something taken care of. Because it's not all about us, right? It's all about taking care of our fellow man or rather being forced to do so. Obamacare uh, is now the law of the land and there's no way to overturn it within the foreseeable future. Oh, and also the mounting debt. Let's just get over it because Obama doesn't seem to think that this is a, a very serious situation. He believes that by taxing the wealthy more, he can thus spend more, or as he refers to it, invest in the future by taxing uh, the millionaires and billionaires. We can have all our toys, but we're just going to have to pay a little bit more so he can spend a little bit more. But forget all about that whole debt thing and the, you know, the fiscal crisis and all that. It's no big deal. So yeah, let's just get over it all. Because, I mean, we don't really care about those things. And you know what? It's unfair that people like me can have three cars in his garage, two SUVs and a nice sedan. And that mother of three, well, she doesn't have any vehicle. She needs to, she, she's forced to ride the bus. And it's unfair. So I should be forced to pay a little bit more so perhaps she can live the American dream. Forgetting that, you know, maybe that mother of two um, uh, had those children on a wedlock, and maybe she failed to finish high school, and maybe she failed to qualify to go into college uh, or, or get a decent job. Maybe she was just plain lazy, or maybe she's like people who are back uh, from back on my block, back home in Chicago, who simply dropped out and said, it's not their fault. It's the fault of Whitey. Or it's just not fair. And so I should be forced to pay a little bit more to take care of these deadbeats and losers. Let's just get over it. <laughs> right? That's what we should do. Let's, but we're not going to get over it. We're not going to get over it. And what's going to happen here? Within the next two years, is this country is going to go to hell in a handbasket. And all of you people who voted for Barack Hussein Obama 
are going to get what you deserve. You are going to get what you deserve. You're going to get exactly what you voted for the second time. And that's more mediocrity. More mediocrity. You know, we are a nation adrift right now. For the second time in our history, states have filed petitions to secede from the union. This has never happened. Well, it hasn't happened within the last hundred years or so. And it's all because this president has been reelected. And this country is more divided than ever before. But Obama girl, and perhaps even Stan to a lesser degree, says that we should get over it. Is it, is it as simple as that for us to get over it? This is our country we're talking about here. We're fighting for our fiscal lives. The other day, I went to get some gas for my super SUV. I had forgotten my debit cards. I do not use credit cards. I have no need for credit cards since I've got plenty of money. But I left the principal Navy Fed debit card that I use on my desk. I drove around for a little while. The car was pretty much on E. I fished through the coins and the few dollars I had in the center console, and I came up with $11 in coin and cash. Well, I drove right into the gas station and presented the $11 in coin and, ca- in coin and cash as a quick trip. Well, this happened for me for the second time, just just yesterday. And for that $11, I was honestly surprised for regular unleaded because I didn't I didn't dare go for the super unleaded, the premium, the ultimate because I still had a ways to go. I I went for the the very the very basic gasoline, even though my car demands Ultimate. For that $11 in coin and cash, I received just slightly over three gallons of gas. Damn. Three gallons of gas. Can you believe it? But Obama girl says that we should get over it. And she writes in our chat room right here and now that it's simple because you can't change the results of the election. So instead of sitting around whining and pouting about losing and talking about seceding, how about doing your part to make the country better? Hmm. How about doing our part to make the country better? A lot of us are doing our part. We voted for the guy we thought could make the country better. 
But the guy who is in office has no interest in making the country better. He is interested in spreading the wealth. He is interested in taking from one group of people and giving to another. He is interested in dividing the country. No, the only way this country is going to get better is when finally, one way or another, we are rid of Barack Hussein Obama. Then, just maybe, this country will be made a little bit better by his absence from the White House. That's the only way this country is going to get better. Because for the second time, we have a president who has no idea what the hell he's doing. He is in love with the idea of being president, but he has not the tools to actually do the job. Uh, we've got some calls on the line. We're going to take our calls in just a couple of minutes. So when Obama girl and Stan writes uh, write what they what they're writing in the chat room, you know, as I stated at the beginning of the show, it's really cool when you have people who come into the chat room and who participate in the show who uh, who primarily don't agree with your point of view, or with your opinions, or, or and, and you know I dig that. Honestly, I'm going to say it right here and now. I love it when people with divergent views come into uh, the chat room and listen to the show and participate. Because I don't think that a show is really all that interesting if everybody's agreeing with everybody. I don't I don't think that's the case. I don't I don't like it. But hey, here's the deal. When Barack Obama is gone, then we may be able to, if he doesn't do too much damage between now and 2016. By that time, I'll be a very sprite 54 years old. And I'll be able to send his ass off with great glee back to wherever the hell he's from. He can't run again. And, you know, the the, the silver lining is that he is going to... And it's, 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 a, it's a blessing and a curse. What we're, what we're going to have here is both a blessing and a curse. Obama is going to bring this country to its collective knees, bring us to our knees, and all of a sudden, as I stated last night, Liberals and Republicans and conservatives are going to flock to the conservative movement as a result. Because this guy, once he, it, it's all real nice when Obama starts talking about shared prosperity and spread the wealth until it gets down to your wealth. Until Obama girl has to go for that pap smear or that gynecological visit where she's got to put those legs up in the stirrup and she calls to make that appointment for that exam and instead of getting her appointment in a couple of days yeah, sure, we can take you, Obama girl, come on in 
we've got an appointment for later this afternoon if you'd like to come in. You know, that kind of thing that, you know, we're all used to right now. When Obama girl has to wait a month, two weeks at the least, before she can get her pap smear, boom. When Obama girl goes to the grocery store and bread is $3 a loaf, when Obama girl goes to the grocery store and a gallon of milk is $6, when Obama girl goes to the pump and pays her gas and she can only afford, because she works at a company earning minor ducats, when she can only afford a half a tank, who who are you going to call? It, it, I want to hear... Obama girl come into our chat room and stand too and say that we're making the U.S. a better place. Because you know what? You're the ones who are going to suffer. You're the ones who are going to suffer. Me? I'm not going to suffer. <laughs> yeah, It's pretty much guaranteed. I'm moving all my jack offshore. I've got a new residence in St. Martin. I'm gone. I don't have to be here. I'm going to still be able to take my cruises, drive my luxury automobiles, and pretty much live off the fat of the lamb. I've got my pension, which is still pretty much guaranteed until we run out of money. And I've got several businesses going. I'm good. But I don't suspect the same thing for Obama girl. Or Stan, Stan, dude, I'm not the one who's going to be screwed. You are. Obama girl, I'm not the one who's going to be in trouble. You are. Because I can afford a $6 gallon of milk. Can you? I can afford, when I take my debit card, my Navy Federal Credit Union debit card with me, I can afford to fill up my tank at $72 a fill-up, premium unleaded. Can you? Because what's going to happen, guys, is that you all are going to be the ones hit hardest. Not the Donald Trumps of the world, not even the lowly, by comparison, C. Robert Jones. You are going to be the ones to suffer. And for what? Because you believe in Obama's policies of spreading the wealth? You believe that it's a good thing to take care of your fellow man, and if you don't, to be forced to do it? No, folks. Obama election, re-election, is your Waterloo. It's your misfortune, and you don't yet see it. You're done. You're doomed. Oh, and Obama girl, your mama, you can kiss her ass goodbye. Your grandmother, if she's still alive, she's done. Congratulations. You voted for Barack Hussein Obama and thus Obama girl. Oh, I mean, uh, thus Obamacare. So kiss your mama goodbye. 
because she's probably an old lady right now, and she's not high on the totem pole for good health care. Kiss your grandmama goodbye, and all those old uncles of yours, if you got any, they're done too. But hey, Barack Hussein Obama, he's the man, right? You're done. Mama, she's done. She's an old lady. So, health care for her? Oh, Medicare, Medicaid. Yeah, you can kiss that shit goodbye. Your best hope was Mitt Romney. And you don't even see it. You don't even see it. What is better? To spread whatever wealth is left around or for most of us to prosper and thus help others prosper along the way. Because what's going to happen, and I can't stress this enough, folks, is that those of you who have very little those of you who are making fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, which is nothing nowadays, which I would have died for a few about ten years ago. Those of you who are making that kind of jack, your your minor ducats are being watered down, and it's not going to mean a damn thing. It's going to be like back when we were first starting out. Where if we made twenty thousand dollars, we were we thought we were doing great. Remember those times? So, without further ado, we're going to bring in our caller Stan, because I, I I certainly want to hear what Stan has to say about all this. Liberal one four one, Stan, you're on with the C. Robert Jones situation report. Talk about it. Hey, how are you, Robert? Hey, man, I'm good. How about you? Not bad, not bad. Uh, well, no. I guess the, the election told you exactly what, what what it said. I said Obama was going to win. Yes, and, you did. Uh, and he did. And I'm, 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 he's going to be basically, he has to do what he has to do. He has to do the fiscal thing. Yeah. The ben, ben guys are saying Obamacare yeah. is going to come in. There's many things that he needs to do what he needs to do. And I'm waiting for Republicans of the House. He's going to sit down with them and say, look, we got to resolve this. Either you do something about it or you don't. And yeah. I'm sorry to say, if Republican, you don't do something, in two years from now, you will lose the House also. Well, you know what? And I, you know what? I tell you what. Um, I think at this juncture, Stan, you're right. Both parties need to work together to avoid this fiscal cliff. However, I do not believe that raising taxes should be a part of that. I believe that 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 the that the government should do what you and I would do under the same situation. And what would that be, Stan? I don't know what would that be. That would be I, I truly I truly believe that in our own household a little bit more. In no, no, my eyes, that's what you need to do. All right, hold on, Stan. In our own households, if we're spending more than we take in, what do we do? Well, we spend less. If if, if in your household and mine, if we're spending more money than we're taking in, what do we do? Either we, we, we decide to spend less money than, <laughs> than we are spending, or we try to get a revenue to get even more money. All right. So what we do is we, we try to increase our revenue by what? Working? Yeah, by working. Working a little bit more, or 
as you pointed out, we, we cut back a little bit. But here's the thing. Now, with the federal government, Obama doesn't want to bring in more revenue through taxes in order to pay down the deficit. He's, he, he has stated emphatically and very clearly that he wants the rich to pay a little bit more so he can do what? So he can help to, to, to demolish the, the so debt? No, no, no. So he, he his words exactly. So that he can invest in more teachers, in schools, and roads, and such things. So he doesn't want to use that money to pay down our massive deficit. He wants to use that money so that he can spend it. So it's kind of like you and me, Stan. When we, we're, we're, we're spending more money than we're taking in. So what we do is we do what you you suggested, Stan, and what is that? To try to bring in more revenue. So me and you, Stan, we'd go out and get ourselves a part-time job over at Walmart. We bring back the whole greeter thing. Remember the Walmart greeter that we say, hey, welcome to Walmart? They don't even do that anymore. There's just somebody standing there making sure that you don't steal anything, checking your bag and stuff. They don't say welcome. But we'll, we'll bring it back, me and you, Stan. We're going to work at Walmart to bring in some extra cash to our households, right? When we do that, we put that extra bread. We put it away, right? We, right. we, we save it. Here's what Obama wants to do. He wants to bring in that more, that extra revenue from us rich folks, and he wants to spend it. On and he wants to have a, a bigger revenue by constructing, by having people work. So uh, there's, a, there's a situation that occurred uh, some years back with a president uh, by the name of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, where he um, used the government to put people to work and, and employ people who were uh, suffering from the Great Depression. That didn't work out so well, Stan. Uh, not only did America suffer even worse, what occurred was the, the Great Depression was prolonged by about four years as a result of, of Franklin's policies, which Obama is now following. Okay, but but if we're going to if we're going to go check on policy, mm -hmm. and Bill Clinton did a perfect case, you must have seen it when he was talking about. Let's look at the policy of, uh, and Bill Clinton did the case. He said we have two people. One people think that we should basically go to the rich and tell them we're going to tax you the less possible because eventually you're going to save that money and you're going to be basically out of your own generosity. We're going to save that money and we're going to give you more jobs. Right, right. Or, but Dan, or we have ahead. another philosophy. We're going to tax the rich, and they're not going to do more. We're going to take that money to do something about it. But so here's, let's, here's let's the look thing. at the, the both philosophy. Right. And let's be honest. Let's be mm -hmm. honest, Robert. Your mm -hmm. philosophy is we shouldn't tax the rich, and they should have the, as much tax as they want. All the cutbacks put uh, George Bush mm -hmm. tax and all those tax possible, and they should pay the less tax. And out of their goodness, they will decide to create jobs, and we continue like that. Does it work? Yes, it, it works work? great. Here's the thing. L no, let me, no, let me no, give you a process. No, it doesn't, because Bill Clinton made mm -hmm. the case. He said, let's compare my time when I was in power. When Bill Clinton was in power, he was the one that tackled the rich compared to George Bush. No, no. no. Wait. Hold on, Stan. Hold on, Stan. Who, who, who had the best economy?
on at me. And that's not coming from me. You know I what? look at what he said. That's not me you're, telling you. That's you Bill Clinton. So, no, so you're on. saying Bill Clinton is lying? Your old ex-president is lying? All right. Well, let, me, let me answer you, Stan. Please. Under Bill Clinton's economy, we were not living in a recession. We were not living in a near depression as we are now. And when Bill Clinton took office, when he took over for George Bush Sr., he took over a relatively stable and good economy. So what 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 happened during Clinton's tenure cannot be compared to what's happening now. Remember the 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 the, the internet boom? That all happened on George Bush's seniors watch and Bill Clinton's people were people who didn't even have high school diplomas were making millions of dollars millionaires overnight money was coming into the coffers left and right and the policies back then along with the with the uh, the um what's the word I'm looking for the the tax the tax laws back then well they made sense but right now we're suffering High high unemployment, and we're suffering from a lack of revenue as it is as a result of that. So, what oh, so Clinton, during the time of Bill Clinton, we didn't have a uh, high unemployment. Everything no, was perfect. Did not under Bill under Bill Clinton, we had less. We had four point two percent unemployment rate, and it held steady. Under George Bush Senior, it was pretty much the same. Under Bill Clinton, all, for all eight years of his tenure. The unemployment hovered around four, just over four percent. Now, we don't seven, think it has something to do with his policy. No, it has nothing to do with his policies. His so, policy. So, so, so our president, our, so our ex, so if I listen to you, you're mm-hmm. telling me our ex president that made a good case because if you listen to his, well, speech, wait a minute, wait saying, a minute. Let me let me let me correct my let me correct my let me correct my statement. It had a lot to do with. The policies that Bill Clinton put in place, but it had no, but Bill Clinton knew that by overtaxation he would decrease revenues because people like me aren't going to hire people if I'm being overtaxed. I'm gonna I'm because as 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 you and I talked about many times before, or at least twice before, saying I am not going to. Suck I'm going to drive my big cars. I'm going to live in my big house. I'm going to take my 14-day cruises. I am not going to suffer. You know who's going to suffer? One or two of my employees are going to have to go because my lifestyle is not going to suffer so I can pay more taxes so some unwed mother with six children can live off of me. No, I'm firing somebody. I'm letting somebody go. So so you, so you're going to be so Robert, going to, you're going to be selfish. So, yes, so, so I am. Your, your solution, yes, I'm going so to your be solution to be selfish and mm-hmm. to say, you mm-hmm. know what, I'm going to fire people and I'm going to think about myself. That, yes. That's exactly like remember yesterday when you had to talk with a young man that was saying, what job is no loyalty yes. between employee and boss? You're just that's losing right. a point. Well, uh, yes, and I a point. You, so, agree so, with so, so as a rich person, congratulations <laughs> for being selfish. Thank Congratulations you. for not thinking that, man, I need to get more revenue. Let me find a way to get more revenue. Man, let me get the heart of my employees to make no. sure they work hard. No, man, no I'm going to be selfish. Go 
good. Yes. Congratulations, Rob. That's Selfish. the reason you lost the election. That's you want to know no. why you lost? You just why? made a call. I, I, That's lose. un-American what you just said. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Listen, Stan. It's it's American. I'm no, not going to... No, 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 it's not my America. We're now, hold, selfish hold, like... We're hold on, selfish we, like what you're saying. No, no, no. Stan, Stan. And hold on, man. We got we got a couple more callers in here. I want to get in uh, another Blog Talk Radio host. Don't go anywhere, Stan. I want to get in another Blog Talk Radio host, G Ski of G Ski Rocks. Great show on Blog Talk Radio. Comes on right after mine. Let's get him in here right now and see what he has to say about all this. G Ski, you're on. Talk about it, man. Yo, yo. What's cracking, Doc? How you be? And it's been a while. Where have you been hiding? <laughs> man, I. I I, I've been around, you know, bacon and gravy. You know how I do it. Of course. Now you got it. I'm hungry now. Damn it. <laughs> All, right. All right. I just wanted to call in and address Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, my first question for Stan is, does he believe in looking at history? Stan? Is the question? Do you believe looking at what, sir? Do, do you believe at looking at history? To make to to yeah, to make course. to of make course. decisions. Okay. All right. So, if we look at history, can you name a time in history where they've raised taxes on the rich and revenue flowed into the government? Clinton. I I can no no no. If you look yes, at yes, Clinton's yes. if you look at Clinton's yes, administration, yes, what? I, if you look sir, at you Clinton administration. Clinton, you're all hold, hold on. Let, hey, uh, Stan, Stan, let, let uh, G-Ski answer, then you respond. Okay, go if ahead. You, if you look at the Clinton administration, the Clinton administration did lower the capital gains tax. And what happened when he lowered the capital gains tax? Money flowed into the government. Okay, if, let me if ask you, you a if question. You look, if you look – Hold on, hold on, hold on okay. one second. If you look, if you look through history, if you look through history, hold on, hold on, hold on, Stan, hold on, hold on. If you look through history, every time an administration has lowered taxes, more revenue has flowed into the government. Every almost every single time that they've raised taxes, less money has flowed into the government. That's history. Dan? Well, that's your history, but that's not the history of our ex-president of the United States. I'm sorry to say, that's not what he said. So, Stan, Stan, there's no such thing as so, my so, so your basically history. you're saying to me, oh. I, I'm listening to President Clinton. That knows the president more than you and me. So he knows the number. He's not coming here to lie. There's no reason to lie. He said exactly what you're saying. You're telling me that you know more than the ex-president of the United States? No, we know what the former president Bill Clinton did, as, because it's a matter of record. So can he lie? So can he lie? Because that's exactly, and you could. I'll put Sam, the, hold, the, hold, wait, hold on. So you're saying that Bill Clinton isn't capable of lying? Hello, Monica Lewinsky. He's not going to be capable of lying about that, sir. Stan, if he could lie about Monica Lewinsky, how can yes, he not lie, lie about, about what he did? Into the, What's the point? So you're capable of lying? What's your point? Stan, listen. Listen listen for a minute. Just just for a second here. President Clinton's um, policies and the the results from his policies are a matter of public record. And what what G-Ski 
is talking, is saying, is a matter of public record. Now, what President Clinton is saying now may be designed to help President Obama, may have been designed to help President Obama win re-election, but his record is available for all to see. So it's not a matter of my history versus your history or Bill Clinton's history. You can look up his policies at any time, even during... And I am, and I'm, I'm looking. It's 1993. Clinton tax increase was done to the rich with the top-rating people of above 250,000. He increased the tax. I'm looking at his record right now. Where are you I'm reading that from? Right now. Where are you, Where are you reading, reading that from? Uh, Forbes. I'm looking at Forbes. I'm just doing the internet like you. Did... Did Bill no, no. increase tax for the rich? That's all I did. Just a simple research at Google, and I'm looking at Forbes explaining exactly what you're saying. No, I'm no, saying, this, yes, he did, and he did bring job about that. So our this, president of the United this, States was right. This is what you do. You go if you're going to use the internet, you want to go to the places that have .gov behind their name. Those are the official things. Forbes and everybody else can write whatever they want. If it's not so, so, so dub, if it's not dot, if it's not wow. dot, dub, if it's so, so not dot, dub, Forbes is wrong. And no, no, no. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stan, wow. take the take the advice and 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 look up the official records because we're doing we're doing part three of this show tomorrow night. So, do your research. I mean, not not Forbes or or, or 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 Bloomberg or anything like that. Go to the official records of Bill Clinton and 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 read up on it. You know, okay. I'm not saying he was a bad president because I think that he did a, a, quite a few good things. So I'm not I'm not on I'm I'm not uh, you know I'm not going to bash Bill Clinton. But what I'm saying is that Bill Clinton's economy is not Obama's economy. It's not the same thing. They're apples and oranges, Stan. I mean, at the very least, we can agree on that, right? So the, the, the situation that Obama has compared to Clinton in the beginning, I'll give you that. Obama has that situation. And I hope he's not going to focus on, oh, it's George Bush. Now it's about time that he does do something about it. He can't go to George Bush anymore. That I do agree with you. Well, we're making some progress then. So in the meantime, we're going to take a short break, and we'll come right back. And uh, if you guys want to hold on, uh, you know, we're welcome to do so, and we'll come back to you in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Wow. Uh, we had a pretty good uh, debate here uh, regarding tax policy. Southern Good afternoon, and welcome to another exciting episode of Southern Sense here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm the hostess with the mostest, the radio chick, Annie, along with the coolest co-host, Cool Mike. Good afternoon, Cool Mike. Good afternoon, Annie. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, as always. Southern Sense with the radio chick, Annie, as you just heard, Tuesdays and Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Live and direct with GT Rocks. Yo, yo. Ha-ha. Yo, yo. What's going on, my peoples? What's going on, my peeps? 
Cheesky loves his peeps, he loves his radio family, and you can join him Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 4. Stay up late for Conservative Primetime. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Conservative Primetime. I'm your host, GGT. Speaking of a little less bark and a little more bite, Conservative Primetime is not a show to relax to. It'll get you going weeknights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And of course, the headmaster himself with the Situation Report, C. Robert Jones, Ph.D. In the interest of full disclosure, I have had... Just a little bit to drink. <laughs> and catch the Situation Report weeknights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This is a group of patriotic internet radio hosts, and they would very much like you to join them. And brush your teeth. I mean, tell your friends. All right, shattered, that's what I am, I'm shattered baby, I haven't turned on Fox News since election eve, I am upset with Carl Rowe, I'm upset with everybody who predicted a Romney victory, but I'm heartened by the fact that a great many Americans voted for change. And not the kind of change that Obama was talking about. Nearly half this country voted against Barack Hussein Obama. The great unifier has become the great destroyer. And we've only seen the tip of the iceberg here. The next six months, the next year is going to tell the story. And even people like Obama girl and my main man Stan will not be able to defend this guy. They won't be able to say it's George Bush's fault and Obama inherited a bad situation. That got old two years ago. It's all on Obama right now. Tomorrow, we're going to have the new jobless numbers come out. Let's see what happens here. Are they going to go back up to eight point something or other? Or are they going to go down a little bit? (laughs) The intrigue is almost too much to bear. Right now, folks, we have Obama. And it's his economy. This is all his show. So when Stan... Which, I mean, I, I like Stan. Stan's a very well-meaning man. He wants to help other people. 
And quite frankly, Stan believes that if I don't do it on my own, that I should be forced to do it. Which, quite frankly, isn't going to happen. Obama girl believes the same thing. That if I won't open my wallet on my own, well, it should be forcibly taken from me in the form of taxes in order to help those less fortunate. Because, quite frankly, I've got too much. And I should be forced to share what I have. I should be forced to share my health care. I should be forced to share the money that I make. Who knows? Body parts might be next. I've got two kidneys, two lungs. Maybe I've got too much. Maybe there's someone out there without a lung that needs one. And if I've got two, well, maybe one of them should be taxed and redistributed. Hmm, a slippery slope indeed. Indeed. My main man, G-Ski Rock, dropped off, but we still have Stan in the room. Now, G-Ski, today is Wednesday. His show is coming on at 9 p.m. right after mine. I'm going right over there after this show is over. I would recommend everybody else do exactly the same thing because I suspect that G-Ski is going to have something to say about what occurred on this show in just a few minutes, in just 10 minutes from now. Let's bring Stan back in here. Stan, do you... I'm listening to you and and I have a... Let's come back to something that you said yesterday. And I, okay. I was listening to your show. Remember the student called you back and said, you're an owner of a business. Congratulations. Yeah. And I have no problem with owner of business. The problem I have with owner's business, they think that they made the money on themselves all alone, and they had no employee that helped them to have mm-hmm. the business. Mm-hmm. If, but, boss, I'm sorry to say, if it wasn't for your employee, you wouldn't be wealthy like you are. Well, that's not exactly true, Stan. Here's the, here's the well, thing. Okay. Let okay. me explain so, it to you. Tell your employee mm-hmm. and then see tomorrow if you're able to do the money as much as you're doing without them. And, and, and here's 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 where here's where you where where you slightly incorrect. You know, I started my business, which is a consulting business, with um, and, and I started it by by uh, being mistaken for a baggage handler by Rupert Murdoch himself. Standing outside the uh, the the uh, the Chicago Sun Times building, Rupert Murdoch's one of his flunkies said, "Hey, you, grab those bags and put them in the trunk over there." I looked around, I didn't see anybody else, so Stan, I picked up the bags and put them in the trunk. As the driver was getting into the car to drive uh, Rupert wherever the hell he was about to go, suddenly the car stopped. The Guy got out, the the guy who uh, directed me to put the bags in the trunk got out and said, hey, you do work for the Sun-Times, don't you? And I said, no, I'm just here visiting my girlfriend for lunch. Well, he promptly went back to Mr. Murdoch, told him what had transpired. Murdoch came out of his wallet with a $100 bill and his card. The guy walked back and said, Mr. Murdoch sends his apologies He'd like for you to give him a call if you ever need anything, blah, blah, blah. Well, I kept that card until it was tattered and torn. 
for 20 years, Stan. Finally, I decided after leaving the Marine Corps that I'm going to start my own business, my own consulting, historical consulting business, and I wanted to get involved with Fox News. Guess who I called? Rupert Murdoch. He directed me, or his staff rather, directed me to Roger Ailes. Next thing you know, I'm working for Glenn Beck. That's how my career started, and I started working all by myself. But the thing was, Stan, I was making plenty of money with just me. What happened was I wanted to start taking vacations. I wanted to go on cruises, and I didn't want to work while I was on a cruise. So I hired one guy. Next thing you know, I hired a couple more because I didn't want to do all the work myself. Not that I couldn't, Stan. I gave people, I gave other other people, my employees, or, or rather my uh, contractors, an opportunity to make money because I didn't feel like doing it myself. Not that okay. I couldn't, Stan. Not that and, I could. and I'm listening to what you're saying. I agree. If you work hard for yourself, this. But don't you think, Robert, be, please be honest. Don't you think that there's a, there used to be a loyalty, like I said, between employees and bosses? Yeah. There okay. is a loyalty. It's not there anymore. I, I have, it's I, not there, there anymore. Bosses are there about to make profit. They don't care about the employees. They think that they're doing it all on their own. And I know many employees are working hard for them. And basically, let, let's be serious. Go go to back to your boss. And many time, many employees I know go to their boss, done all the work they need to. Go to their boss. Say, hey, boss, you know I brought you mm-hmm. hundreds, uh, a million dollars or whatever. Well, unfortunately, I, I need to have mm-hmm. five seven percent of, of of augmentation. You know the boss will laugh at you. I'm never going to do that. You'll get a little three percent for I, the I, rest of your life. No, no, no. no. What Stan, Stan, here's here's the thing. Unfortunately, or rather unfortunately, not so unfortunate for me, I can get – there was a time when getting a Ph.D. to do some of the work that I do, it was next to impossible because a lot of them were teaching, and a lot of them were, were writing books and, and, and doing all kinds of other things. Hell, I can get – there are, there are Ph.D.s I know right now working actually at Walmart, at, at Macy's, you know, selling ties. The the market is all mine right now because these folks can't find a job. So I don't really have to be loyal to anybody. You know, I, I hire a person to do a job. It's not about loyalty. You do the job, I pay you. You don't do the job, you've got to go. And if Mr. Obama decides he's going to tax me and he gets away with taxing me more money, you're going to go anyway. And, and and you don't see any problem with that, Robert? No. So so you think that that's the American dream? You think that every employee wants to feel the way you're doing? I'm here to give you a job, and if you're not doing your job, you're fired, first of all. Stand, and stand. if I decide that I'm not making enough money, like say in a corporation, I'm not making enough profit. And put yourself in my put yourself in my shoes for a minute. I'll put myself in your shoes, and I'm telling you, even if I put myself in your shoes, I feel a lot of bosses. Don't so wait a minute. Hold, hold on, Stan. Hold on, Stan. A cruise for me, this 14-day cruise I've got coming up in March is going to cost me about $10,000, give or take a couple of hundred, for 14 days. Now, say Obama taxes me that ten grand, and I'm paying an employee ten grand. What do you think is going to happen? Well, that depends how you treat your employee. Now, would you would you say, well, 
Obama's taking ten grand from me. However, I've got ten thousand dollars worth of bonuses I can pass out. I'm just not going to take my cruise because Obama's taking my money and spread it around. I'm just going to go ahead and pay my employees and not go on my cruise. Well, which one would you do? No, I'm not saying don't pay yourself. I'm saying don't take the whole thing for yourself only. Look at your employees, what they did. Uh, if they've done the work, you want your. There's uh, one thing that a lot of bosses you forget. Your revenue could be augmented to, to have a lot more money if you treat your employees like human beings. If you go right. to your employees and you get the heart of your employees, they could bring you even more money, and you get even more money, and they're happy too. All right, Stan, hold on a minute. We've got to stop another... cutting people. Okay, we've got another we've got another call on the line. Cool Mike from uh, Southern Senses Radio Show, and also he uh, works with GGT 183 Conservative Primetime on at 11:30 every night, I think. Um, uh, Cougar, come on in here. Cool Mike. Talk about it, man. I want to. I want to weigh in on this conversation first. I want to lodge a complaint because uh, I ain't seen a dime of the money. I think I've covered you for a month over the uh, over the last two years, Doc. Mm. But I'm expected a payroll check. Well, you know. Second, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, secondly, like it or not, like it, Stan. Stan, I'm a big supporter of organized labor, but the federal government is restricted by the Constitution to what it can and cannot do. You talk about human rights, and you talk about this. That's great. I mean, that's that's wonderful. But the Constitution states what the government can and cannot do. Health care is not something the federal government can do. Individual states may be able to do that. But when you start going away from the Constitution, maybe just this one little bit, one tiny bit, you end up in the exact situation we are now. Where debt we okay, have. but let, let me ask you a question. Where was the Constitution when bosses were doing 20, 30, 40 percent of profit? What was the constitution uh, with that? When people were there, getting the bosses were there getting is greedy and the input, there, so so that's normal. That that's the thing that the, the, we should all look at this as employees. And say, hey, go ahead, get your twenty million dollars. What was the constitution when Lehman Brothers did the guy who bankrupted the bank still got his fifty million? Do you know any job that you could still get paid if you were responsible for bankruptcy? If you were responsible, if you if you did the worst possible. Would you still get paid by a company? All right, go ahead, uh, go ahead, uh, uh, Mike. Go ahead, Nancy. We got Stan, just a couple minutes left. Well, Stan, you're going into a whole area. Of what, you're, you're, you're basically saying, you're basically saying, like it or not, like it. We have a declaration in the Constitution, and that's why what we must abide by. No, I don't think that's right. I, I don't think it was right when uh, you had people like Carnegie and you had J.P. Morgan and you had these other monsters. Uh, basically uh, buying the president. But the bottom line is we are in the situation we are in when government impedes on that. It's like a white right to work, Stan. Right to work has no business in government. That should be between an employer and his or her employees. And you know All what? Right. The bottom, the, there, there, is no, the, there is no obligation for an employer to provide anything more than a paycheck. This that was something that was fought for by labor workers. All right, we've got, to, we've got to wrap it up. Um, we've got to wrap it up right now. But we finish this series tomorrow night, 
So please do, all of you, come back if you can, and we'll wrap it up. And we'll get more of Stan in here tomorrow night if he shows, and uh, and, and, and so he can get uh, respond to that. But we wrap up the series tomorrow night, so please be here. But other than that, let's go on now and head on over to G-Ski Rocks 2020 Radio Network. Thank you guys for being here. God bless you. God bless the United States Thank of you. America. We're out. You're very welcome. We're out of here. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.